0: One of the most common questions we get asked is, what do we use in our gardens as far as products? Well, we have an Amazon list below that if you go to, you can see all of the products that we use and like and recommend, and you can buy them. And if you do, you support the podcast at no extra cost to you. So check out the link below for our Amazon store and help support the podcast and enjoy your gardens. Collards, kale, spinach, turnips. Now you know how to grow them. Let's talk about how to cook them right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast, Sewed.
1: To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm.
0: How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts. Ben, the backyard gardener, and
1: Batavia, the front yard gardener,
0: one in the country,
1: one in the city.
0: Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. All right, everybody, this is our least favorite thing to do on the show and the most time consuming, and we're going to do times eight and get it all out there within 15 minutes. So let's get started.
1: You're cutting but no, into my... Serious, You're cutting into my time right there. I can't take it.
0: I know you. I am. So Uh, the first one we did was collards. So what is your favorite way to cook collards?
1: And it's the longest recipe. It's um, what I call Southern style collards.
0: Well, then let's get it. All right.
1: So (laughs) being being told me I can't include how to boil water in my recipe. But all right. Get a stock pot. Put about eight to 10 cups of uh, water in there. Let that thing boil. Uh, As it's starting to boil, get your collard greens. This is when you have like a big bunch of collards. So somewhere between 20, 30 leaves. Cut the stems out, roll them up, cut them in ribbons, right? This is going to be a recipe that you can leave out the meat, but I prefer it with some smoked turkey. So that water gets to boiling, add your smoked turkey. Your seasonings are going to be things for me like garlic, pepper, salt, maybe something that's a little bit spicy, couple of tablespoons of seasoning you're gonna let that smoked turkey leg boil into the meats falling off so about an hour get your cut up collard green leaves the secret ingredient here don't tell anyone tablespoon of butter add it to the water add those leaves to the stock pot it's gonna take a while but let them simmer down i want them to cook down until every bit of nutrients is in that pot liquor. So for me, that's about two hours. For you, it could be until the point where it gets to the tenderness that you like. Once that's done, get ready to put it into a bowl. You can add something like some hot sauce, some crushed red pepper, and of course, some cornbread. Boom! What was that, like eight minutes? I just got under the Uh, wire.
0: Yes. (laughs) So, um, I will say this, I have never seen anybody cook Southern collards for less than two hours. Yeah. It's like, and I never understood why. And I, and I they are good, but in North Carolina, we use fat back instead. Mm-hmm. That's just because we have, we're, you know, we have a lot of hog farms and stuff. But yeah. um, man, you're going to make my recipe look stupid. I don't even want to give it.
1: Well, I started, look, I came in heavy. You should have started you with did. spinach you, because it's going to get a little bit different.
0: <laughs> you came in heavy. You did. So for me with, um, with collards, and this is really tough because I usually do collard, kale, and spinach kind of like interchangeably. Mm-hmm. But I really like to steam them. And it's just like Batavia said, you steam them hard, mm-hmm. hard, hard. Get them nice and tender. And um, I just steam them and then I put uh, hot pepper vinegar on there. So in order to do that... Um, You know, when I steam them, I cut the veins out of them, Mm -hmm. slice them, and then my hot pepper vinegar, I make vinegar, and then I slide, like, cayenne peppers chopped in there and just let that marinate for, you know, weeks, and we just kind of keep that on hand, Mm -hmm. and then we'll add salt and pepper in it. I mean, it's really simple, and we'll steam them, and then if you want, we can also, once we steam them and cook them down, then we might add a little bit of oil in to kind of crisp them up a little bit, Mm -hmm. but that's really all we do, and I I thoroughly enjoy it that way, so. I know
1: a lot of people that, in this other collard green recipe that i gave they actually add vinegar as kind of a staple um yeah. it obviously taste changes the taste of the liquor and the um, collard greens it's not my way of cooking them but you know if, if you make it that way i'll eat it so
0: well in north carolina we have a vinegar barbecue sauce mm-hmm. and i'm not a i cannot give you the recipe for that because it's just how it works i'm sorry everybody but um <laughs> it's a vinegar based barbecue sauce that we're known for and uh, it's a secret recipe. Once you crack it, you got to keep it close to heart. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's important.
1: Fifteen minutes. I know. Go. <laughs> All right. Kale. So <laughs> kale is next. This is going to be the best recipe that Ben doesn't like. So I'm going with curly kale, and this is the way I make my curly kale. get yeah, Cut the ribbon out. Cut it very finely. Um, we're going to do a. Um, Olive, no, we're gonna do lemon juice and salt. We're gonna massage that kale, get your fingers in there. We're gonna let that sit for a bit. Add any of the toppings that you like to salad, but we're going to use a creamy balsamic vinaigrette dressing. So this is really where the recipe is going to shine because it's the recipe for the dressing. So I'm going to give you some measurements here, and I'm going to read these really quickly because someone told me my recipes go long. Uh, Three tablespoons of (laughs) olive oil, three tablespoons of balsamic vinegar, three tablespoons of mayo, or you can use some Greek yogurt. If you don't like dairy, I don't know, figure out a substitute for that. A couple of um, cloves of minced garlic. You're going to get a taste- teaspoon of Dijon mustard or whatever mustard you got in your cabinet. Um, add honey if you'd like or maple syrup, um, maybe about a teaspoon. Mix it all up together, whisk it, salt and pepper to taste. And this is going to be the topping to your kale salad. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And the yogurt, uh, you can get plant-based yogurt. So. Yeah. It's not as good, but it is out there. Mm -hmm. Wow. So for me, I actually like to put kale in soup. Mm hmm. That's a really big one for me. Um, so I'll do a bean soup. Yeah. And in my bean soup. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you know, you know how I eat it.
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a lover of all soups, too. So,
0: yeah. Soup is amazing. So use any kind of bean you want for this one. Since I grew black eyed peas this year, I'm going to use black eyed peas in my soup. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in all reality, you could just cook black eyed peas and put kale in it. Yeah. But I'll use a soup. So I take my black-eyed peas, I soak them, I add in um, a can, which for me is a jar that I've canned of crushed tomatoes or you know plum tomatoes, mm-hmm. can mix them up, get it hot, boil, add in for this one. Let's see, I'm gonna put, pull this recipe off the top of my head. Salt, pepper, garlic. Um, wait scratch all that I have to saute the onion first Mm -hmm. so the onion goes in first and then you add everything in Uh, carrots will go in there Um, peas can go in and this is where I start just throwing in all kinds of vegetables whatever it takes Mm -hmm. and then my kale actually goes in very early as well I cooked it for a really long time that's really key because it's not as tough when you go to chew it and it mixes in your mouth a little bit better Mm -hmm. so I'll cook that as soon as I get it all nice and boiling then I'll add my kale in, and I'll add a little bit more garlic, a little bit more salt, some cayenne pepper, and then I'll come back in. And at the end, I will add uh, homemade pesto, mm. or you can use store-bought pesto. So I'll add that right on top, and then you can eat it just like that. So it's really simple. Um, a lot of my soups I make, are they're all like one big pot. And then they're just—I call them trash soups—where you just start putting in vegetables that you yeah. want. You know, you can use celery. Uh, mushrooms are a very good replacement for meat in these things. Uh, I've used—I've added scallops in there sometimes, so anything like that. It just it adds a really good flavor. But the kale is a big must because for me, when I make it, it's a nutrient-packed dish at that point because it, they're very nutritious. So.
1: Yeah, I was nodding my head because someone had recently commented on a video that I did saying I'm interested in how you'll prepare your kale because I really just add it to soups because it doesn't like, it's not like a lettuce leaf or spinach where it's going to completely wilt. It does hold some shape depending on when you put it into the pot.
0: It does. Yeah. And I mean, you know, greens are actually kind of hard to be very diverse with.
1: Yeah. So um, just one more note. If you go back to the top of the recipes with how we talked about collards, you could sub in kale. You know, you cook it less. It wouldn't be cooked as long in my recipe, but it could easily be kale that you sub in there.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to say for for nostalgia purposes, you can't replace on your recipe. It's got to be collards. I, don't, I feel like because it's just it's just part of it and like it's ingrained in my DNA for like southern collars to be like collards in that pot.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a different meal at that point, but there's um a vegan restaurant that I frequent and they absolutely serve kale as a like a everyday side. And they basically yeah. I mean, it's it doesn't taste the same, but it absolutely is like a southern style kale. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. OK. All right. Moving on.
0: Yeah, go for it. You're I'm not going to be the one that
1: slows us down. What is it? Was it spinach next or spinach next? Y-
0: yeah, it's spinach.
1: All right. So I-, I told you this will be on the decline. So. <laughs> this is
0: hard. This is hard.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, so spinach is, it's going to be a sauteed version of it, right? I'm, I've, yeah. I've brought in the heavy hitters at the top of the recipes. So for this, it is garlic and onions. Add some oil to your pan, a regular kind um, of a skillet or, a, you know, yeah, skillet. Um, you're going to carefully grill both of those. You want saute it, I should say. You want it to be kind of crisp. Then you're going to basically add your spinach and just a teeny bit of water because you don't want to dry out that spinach when you add it to it, but you don't want to have a pan full of spinach and oil. And you're basically going to sauté it until it, the doneness that you like. Now, you guys hear it every time I give recipes, add a little bit of butter to it. Be careful of your arteries, but add a little bit of butter to it. Season salt and pepper, and you're good to go. It's a nice side.
0: Screw your arteries. That's why they got heart hospitals, right? (laughs) Enjoy it while you got it. Uh, For me, you know, I've given some recipes before, and I have other recipes that are coming out that I don't want to give away. So I'm going to say, I'm going to do it as a side, and I'm going to do basically um, a little bit like Batavia. I take and I wilt my spinach in a hot pan Mm -hmm. and then I pull my spinach out of that pan and then I add, um, sesame oil Mm -hmm. and garlic. And then as soon as that I brown, that garlic in there and then I put that back in there, Mm -hmm. the spinach, and then I brown it in there and then I'll put some, um, some rock salt, not rock salt, some, uh, sea salt on it Mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit of pepper, but real simple that, that, um, sesame oil and garlic really flavors it. Yeah. And then that is the basis point that we use to add onto that. So then we can add a piece of fish, a piece, you know, if you ate meat, you could do that. Um, you add some kind of carbohydrate to it, you know, rice, uh, something, you know, beans, something like that. It just gives you a good starting place. (laughs) It's a nice, um, I want to say it's like a thick Asian flavor to it. So it'll get you going. And then if you really feel froggy, you put something hot in there. So I'll put a uh, hot chili oil in mm-hmm. so I can, I'll do that or, you know, a jalapeno or something like that. But I got to be careful for the family. They don't like hot food like I do. <laughs> How dare they? I know. So the one that I'm curious about, which I'm, I'm looking at the time, we're doing good. We're doing good. I know this episode is different, everybody, is the turnips. I want to know what you're going to give for turnips.
1: Well, this is a repeat, and this was a controversial. Uh, yeah, no, it's a controversial episode uh, or a recipe. I used a different green here. So turnips, I'm cooking both the leaves and the turnip bottoms or root, right? Um, so we're going to start. I'm not she even gonna did you it, the, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so Go I'm not going to tell you the name of it, but as soon as I start giving these ingredients, you'll know which episode this goes back to. So start with a skillet. Um, you're going to um, start with a little bit of oil, just a little bit, because we are going to add in some garlic. Right. We're going to saute that garlic. Once that garlic gets to be brown, you're actually going to add some water in. And this is going to be based on the size of your skillet. Maybe a cup start with. Add the turnips, the leaves, because you've chopped those up. We've told you how to chop up leaves, right? You're going to add those in. You're going to saute them. They're never going to cook as long as like a collard green leaf cooks. Um, but we're going to cook those down until they get to a, just a little bit of tenderness. So let's say 10 minutes. But in that time, you're basically cleaning up and cutting up your turnip bottoms, right? And so you're going to put those in the skillet. And so you want those to cook for maybe another five or six or seven minutes you don't want those to be really tender you just want them to start to soften up a little bit now this is going to be the ingredient coconut milk Oh, uh-huh, there we go. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So your water has cooked down a bit. We're going to add coconut milk a little bit at a time. We want to kind of braise these. We want this to be uh, almost stew-like, right? And so by this time, your bottoms, the actual root is softening as well. You don't want to cook all of the coconut milk out of it. You still want it to be a little bit creamy. You really ain't got to add anything else to it because it's going to be delicious out of the skillet. That's what I'm saying.
0: I hear you, boo. Okay. Okay. So, Batavia is trying to eat up my time. Quickly, I'm going to give you a low-carb mashed potato recipe. So, remember, if you go back to the turnip um, episode, I gave you all the nutritional breakdown of it. And this is – I've eaten this for years. It's a Scandinavian recipe. So, you're going to boil your turnips like you normally would for any kind of mashed potato, whatever – and then you're going to so you can do it two ways you can do half and half so you can do half potatoes half turnips you can do all turnips or you can replace turnips with rutabagas because they're basically the same thing Mm -hmm. but when you do it I don't know the measurements off the top of my head I eyeball them all the time but I would start with a half a cup of milk to kind of you know get that creaminess Mm -hmm. and just remember what I've said you know couple of, you know, kohlrabi, all these, they all are very watery Mm. compared to a potato. So be very careful. But it adds a nice little bite to it. So we'll put it in. Uh, You can add a little bit of garlic in if you want. Be very careful with how much salt you add in. And I would actually recommend that you salt afterwards Mm -hmm. because turnips can kind of release a salty flavor. So we'll do that. Add a little bit of pepper in, um, garlic, and then you mix it all up. And then you serve it But when you serve it That's when you put a pat of butter inside And then you salt it a little bit on top And then you're good Just be very careful I would You're going to be a lot better off To add Liquids to it A little bit at a time Than all at once Until you get it The way you want it And the, if you use half potatoes And remember you can do that But either way You know the nutritional facts for them So There you go everybody We made it over time It's okay But we just gave you Eight recipes I mean Come on people
1: Times eight. I'm not going to rank it eight times.
0: No. So you should grow collards, kale, spinach, and turnips. Let us know if you like this series and if you like these recipes. If you cook with these, send us a picture of them. We would love to see how you either cook following the recipe or change it. And until next time, everybody stay safe. Be strong. See ya. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast.
1: If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up.
0: You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description.
1: With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening, then you can follow us on Instagram at Backyard gardens TV.
1: We love seeing what you guys are doing, so use hashtag BYGpodcast in your post, and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community.
0: And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens, where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at backyardgardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow from change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people
1: feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.